This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza! Touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file. 69. Offense. He's giving them the business. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, a very well-rested man, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Afternoon. I'm not the most well-rested man in McPherson, I can guarantee no, you're you that. Not. Are you done now, We're coming in at 5 in the you morning? You mean just with everything in general? No, Am I done? Five, Am I just no, done? Five in the, coming in at 5 in the morning. I sure hope so. Has Mark said anything? I really miss Mark. <laughs> I really miss Mark. Well, Mark's going to be back pretty quick. 5.15 is not my favorite time of the day. No. 7.15, yeah, we can we, we can work at 7.15. Yeah. 5.15, whew. That's not good. I found myself sitting up here a few times and trying to figure out what I want to do, and I'm working on a few things. And at like 5.30 in the morning, I'll start doing something, and then I just... Forget what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Well, your brain's not working. I just right. forget. And yeah. I go, okay, what am I doing? And then I'll look at the computer screen for like 10 minutes and then pop back out of it. I got a little nap in today, yeah. though. But you didn't forget we had fun last night. We did have fun last night. We went over to Marion. That's right. We went and watched the Inman Teutons last night. And that was a lot of fun for us. It feels like it was a long time ago since I've been up all yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> because we don't get to go out and see the area schools play because... You know, they play when the Bullpups play. Right. But, but Marion, or Inman's game at Marion got uh, delayed at, or postponed after about six plays on Friday. So we decided to go over and see Coach Sawyer's team. And the Teutons must have known we were there because they were at their best last night. They time. were really good in a 26 to nothing win. I told you that I just kind of enjoy seeing a different football, a different atmosphere. Not that I don't enjoy going to McPherson High games all the time, but it's nothing new ever. We go to a game at McPherson Stadium. We know what it's like. We know all the people when we walk in. We know what the teams that they're playing are like. We know what McPherson is like. Where when we go to a place like Marion, we don't we don't know what's all going to happen. But I, it's my, a little different style of game. My, my peeps were there. Yeah, we parked for about three seconds and... One person opens up their car. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Second person walks by. Oh, Steve, how you doing? Third person. Oh, Steve, you can't retire. We, <laughs> you can't die either. Did you hear that person tell you don't I die? I didn't hear about don't die. Well, she started bringing up the D word. Well, I must not look good. 
So. <laughs> I was nervous for you too. <laughs> yeah, we we start walking into the gate. Oh yeah, hey Steve. Oh Steve. Hey Steve, will you sign my well, baby? Those Inman, <laughs> I, I really my Inman people. I, I really enjoy my Inman people. They Inman people. They always have just treated me great through the 41 years I've been here. So we enjoyed mixing things up a little bit last night, seeing something different. I don't think I had ever seen a 1A football game that I'm making my way through it. I've seen eight man. I've never seen 1A though. So cross that one off the bucket yeah. list. Yeah. We get to see a lot of 4A, 5A, 6A games. Correct. But it was fun to go over there last night and we, we enjoyed seeing the Teutons and hopefully we'll have a chance to see one of the eight man teams a little bit later on this year because eight man will play a playoff game on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so it will just depend on what our schedule looks like, but it's fun to go see a little different style of high school football every now and then. Steve, we have a lot of things to get to today. Number one, I want to hear all of your predictions for the MLB postseason. Okay. I know you just read them like three minutes ago on sell on sports and it's posted at midkansasonline.com, but I want you to walk me through all of your selections We also have a busy night of bullpup sports to talk about. But maybe the big news of the day, and I guess it was more yesterday, but is carried over into today, and that is that as of 2023, the state of California will be paying its student-athletes by way, they will pay them for their likeness, they will pay them for their image, and they will allow them to be able to market themselves as their own brand, which the NCAA has never allowed before, and the NCAA still does not allow it, but the state of California well, has said they didn't the NCAA will pass it. tell them they didn't want them to pass that. They said they don't they're not a fan of it. Yeah. But I do think this is going to set a trend. Yeah, what are the other states going to do? I mean, for one thing, if they if they're paying guys in California, don't you think the Pac-12 is going to become mighty strong because kids are going to Well, go, maybe USC, UCLA, oh my gosh, Stanford, yeah. and Cal. Yeah. Maybe not Arizona State. Well, that's true. But but the schools in California, what a great recruiting advantage it is for them. Well, especially, it's not as much the lower tier people. And I, uh, well, I have a couple of comments about this whole system. But let's say you are the number one recruit in the country and you are a quarterback that lives somewhere out west. Let's say you live in Arizona or Oregon, somewhere out west to where you're close to the Pac-12. And you are in a tight race recruiting-wise with Arizona and USC. And those are the two it's coming down to. Don't you begin to think, okay, well, if I go to USC, I'm in Southern California, I could get this advertising deal. They'll be selling my jersey in the bookstore. I have a chance to make some pretty good money exactly. right now exactly. as an 18-year-old. That's where why, that's why I think. If I go to Arizona, those options are not there. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see how that goes. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago whenever this bill was being brought up and it was making its way through the California state legislature. But the thing that I was saying then is I am okay in some aspects with saying, hey, if we're selling your jersey, let's just go ahead and throw... Steve Sell on the back of the jersey, you know, USC Trojans, number seven, Sell. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and throw your name on there and give you some sort of cut of it. I don't know exactly how we would do it. I don't know how it would work, but I'm okay to that idea. Well, let me ask you this. What do the other, what schools in the other 49 states going to think when 
California has an unfair advantage. You're looking at a different set of playing rules. Well, and, and that's that was one of our comments a couple weeks ago is saying, how is this going to work? How are they going to allow this? How is the NCAA going to allow this? Are they going to allow them to compete for championships on the same playing field? The other thing that stood out to me the most with this, and it was something that we kind of addressed when we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but where are we going to draw lines? And I, and I kind of hit on it by saying, let's say the quarterback at K-State, Skylar Thompson, the Prairie Band Casino comes up and says, hey, we want to make you our Prairie Band Casino sponsor. We'll have you come down to the casino a couple times and do some, some autograph sessions. We'll even have you be a speaker. We'll pay you to speak. I just don't know where we're going to draw lines. I don't know. And, and that's the thing that I think makes this confusing. And I'm fine with opening up the door. The other thing that stands out to me a lot, too, and there will be people that say, well, that's just life. It's not fair. But who's the left guard for the Chiefs off the top of your head? I don't know. Um, well, Let's just say le- left tackle Eric Fisher yeah. whenever he's healthy. Yeah. So let's say at the college level, Eric Fisher's the left tackle. Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is certainly going to sell more jerseys. He's going to be asked to be in more advertising. And he is going to profit off this way more than Eric Fisher. Correct. Whoever your left tackle is. Yeah. Your long snapper. And I just wonder how that's going to work with this. And there, and there, are, like I said, there are people that will say, well, that's just life. Whoever the more famous person is is going to make more yeah, money. Exactly. Brad Pitt's going to make more money than me. And, I can't and, believe that. And you know what? I think I've come to accept it. I have come to terms with it. But I'll be interested to see what happens at the college level, because this has never been done before. And I've seen some very polarizing things about this issue, and there have been a lot of things with college sports that have been polarizing. And I'm not saying that I'm all for this, but I'm not against everything. I think I'm really down the middle on this, and that I think if it works well, and we have some time to figure it out, and we have some time for rules, the people that hate the NCAA... They love this. Oh, yeah. The people that love the NCAA and that maybe work for it, the president, Mark Emmert, some of those people, they are really against this. And I think both sides have a fair argument. I just need to see what happens. I, I need five years in this type of a system to know what is going to happen. And who knows? Maybe this will be great. Maybe this will open up the open up doors for opportunities for more student-athletes to be exposed, be able to profit off of themselves. And I don't know how closely you've seen it, Steve, just because you're not a YouTube guy and you don't do as much of that social media. I don't get on social media but, at all. But there are some there are some situations over the last few years where, let's say, a kicker from Memphis has gone on and made some YouTube videos of him making some unbelievable trick shot field goals. Well, let's say he has 5 billion views on the video he can't profit off of that. He can't make any money off of that because the NCAA says you have an unfair advantage. You can't profit because you're a student athlete. And that's the thing that I think is going to be very interesting in how they handle this because let's face it, Stephen, the reason these rules are in effect are because they don't want corruption. They don't want boosters being able to go pay a bunch of people money and frankly, they don't want... Let's say this. I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Same thing. I'm a quarterback. I have a chance to go to USC, UCLA, and Arizona State. 
I'm in a hotly contested battle. And we've seen some of this in the past, and it still probably happens, but it's under a bigger microscope now. So let's say I go to USC and they say, hey, we're going to hook you up with a job here in town where you're going to be the front desk guy at the USC Student Center, and we're going to pay you $180 an hour. Ooh. Where things like that can happen. That's your kind of money. They say, yeah, you'll you just show up for a couple hours and we'll we'll give you one hundred eighty thousand or one hundred eighty dollars an hour. What they'll probably do is give them one hundred eighty thousand and and keep it under the table. That's see that's and what that's I, the thing that's I, I get I, worried about. Yeah, with this. I I just got a feeling that some of these places are just going to pay outrageous sums and it's just endorsement deals where they say, okay, Jim, you're a great quarterback, you're a five star recruit. You come to USC, and all of our starting quarterbacks, they are endorsed by Gucci, mm-hmm. some brand. Yeah. And not only are they going to give you money and put you in commercials, but might slide a few extra under there. That's the big concern. And that's the thing where I just, I don't know how this is going to work yet. I don't know if there's a max, because I think if, if we get to this point, they're not going to set a max. You think California's thought about that when they passed this? I don't know, because... I don't know if you've seen all the same reactions, but there are a lot of professional athletes, a lot of NFL players. LeBron James is one of them that is very anti-NCAA. King. And let's be clear. The NCAA does a lot of great things. They do a lot of great things. There are a lot of opportunities for people to be able to go to college, be able to participate in sports, be able to have scholarships, be able to go to school and get an education when a lot of people would never have that opportunity. But there are some things that have made things tough. They have made people upset. They feel like they are being profited on, that they are working for free, indentured slaves, I think I've heard some people say. They do a lot of great things. They do some things that aren't great, especially when it comes to this. And I'm not going to pick a side right now. I need to see what happens. Because it might turn out to be, okay, Skylar Thompson, quarterback of the K-State Wildcats. You're now the spokesperson for Buffalo Wild Wings in all of Kansas. Okay, let me ask you and this. And you get when you $20. Say, I, I just don't know the money that's are, in it. What are coaches going to say about team unity? Say, you know, the, don't you think some of the players might get jealous of one guy? Well, that's kind of what I was bringing up earlier with yeah. the left tackle versus yeah, the quarterback. Yeah, but I just, I just think at the college game, you can see somebody getting really upset on a team. Well, and then you have a walk-on player who has earned his spot on the team next to the quarterback who is making a million dollars through endorsement deals. I don't know. I I, I just don't know exactly I don't think how Cal- it's going I don't to think work. California's thought this thing out very well. I think they have, and I think that they just want student-athletes to be able to make the most money possible. And I just don't know if that's a great system. And what I'm afraid it's going to lead to and this is not a freak-out-over-the-top thing, is that college sports as we know it are about to drastically change to the point where they might not be college sports as we know them in 20 years. I don't know if this will be an immediate impact, but I'll be really interested to see what happens early. Some of the rules that they set, because frankly, we just don't know. It's unprecedented. We've never seen anybody do this. And I want to see the ripple effect on where this goes. If the NCAA decides we're going to pass some legislature that says, okay, well, everybody can now do this, or if it's just going to be California, or if it's just going to be California and the great state of Arkansas because they want to keep getting recruits to build a football team that can actually win games. Maybe a little bit of that. So 
I'd just be really interested to see what happens and how this leads to recruiting. Think about just the recruiting tools that you have when you say, okay, yeah, if you come here to Arkansas, we have six different businesses. If you're going to be our starting quarterback, that'll sponsor you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can make a bunch of money while you're playing. I mean, before you even go to the pros, you're going to make a bunch of money. I'm excited to see what happens, but I'm worried. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just worried this could blow up the whole college sports landscape. Steve, let's talk about another big money business. Major League Baseball. Let's do it. The playoffs begin tonight. Yeah. And I want to go through the bracket, and I want you to tell me who's going to be holding up the Commissioner's Trophy here in about a month. You ready? I'm ready. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, I think it is your favorite time of the year. You're a big fan of October baseball. I'm a big baseball guy. And, and you've got your team in the playoffs. That's right. It's been a while for your Cardinals. Three years. Ever since they whew, got upset bad by the Cubs back in 2015. Yeah. It's been a while. It has. But you're glad to have them back. And I'm excited for this postseason because there are so many good teams. Where Remember when the Royals were in the playoffs? You had a really good feeling it was going to be the Royals. Yeah. And that year, you kind of thought it was going to be the Cubs. Yeah. That, or I guess maybe it was the Cardinals because they won the division that year. Yeah. But this year, there are so many good teams. And I think you pointed it out in your cell on sports saying there are four teams with more than 100 wins. Right. And did you say that was the first time that's first ever time happened? First time ever happened. There were also four teams that had 100 losses. And that's the first time it's ever happened. And it, baseball was a really – it was a really strange year in baseball where it was really a top-heavy um, – baseball was top heavy you had about the 10 teams in the playoffs you know deserved to be there and the only other team that really deserved to be there was cleveland yeah cleveland won 93 games they ended up being the odd team out after other than that the other teams there were some awful detroit was just absolutely terrible baltimore baltimore miami now kansas city lost 100 games but when you look at that team you scratch your head how they lost so many games well you can look at pitching i mean if that team had any pitching at all i mean they would have lost. Well, maybe. and the division too. Yeah, yeah. When you play what thirty-six games yeah. against the Twins and the and the Indians, thirty-eight games against Cleveland and Minnesota, and those two teams, uh, Minnesota won one hundred and one games, Cleveland won ninety-three. So, um, it was just a really strange year. The American League just right now looks so much better than the National League to me. It just seems like the American League really has more of the better teams in the National League does. Well, let's make our way through the brackets, starting okay. off with the NL wild card game tonight, the Nationals hosting the Brewers. Who do you like to win that game tonight and then eventually take on the Dodgers? I like Washington. Uh, Max Scherzer is pitching for the Nationals, and to me, he is the best pure pitcher in baseball. I know Justin Verlander's numbers are better, but if I'd pick one guy in all of baseball to pitch one game, it'd be Max Scherzer because he's got unbelievable stuff. Milwaukee is just going to kind of piecemeal their way through the game. They're going to 
They're going to start a guy, then hope another reliever. They're going to try to, you know, relieve their way through it. But I think Washington gets it done. So let's go to the AL wild card game, which will be tomorrow night. The Oakland A's, who have been maybe the best team in baseball in the second half, taking on the Tampa Bay Rays, who have been under the radar good all year long. Who do you like in that matchup? I love these two teams. For one thing, both teams play their games basically in front of nobody. Right. They have the worst attendance ever. Tampa Bay, there's games where it looks like there's about 200 people in the stands. I've been there. Now, Oakland, they don't have a lot of people, but they're a noisy bunch. Got the drums and the instruments. Oakland was 36 and 36 at one point this year, or 32 and 32. They played 36 games over 500 after that. I like Oakland in that game. I just think they have more diversity in their offense. And uh, the pitching, Oakland's got better pitching too. So let's start on the American League side of the bracket. Okay. So you're saying that Oakland wins and will take on Houston right. in a matchup of AL West teams. And that's a best of five, correct? Best of five. Yeah. Who do you like between Houston and Oakland? You got Verlander, Garrett Cole, and Zach Greinke. How can you not like Houston? Okay, so you like the Astros to win there. Yeah. Then on the top side, the 2 3 matchup. The Yankees against the Twins. And the Twins... Re- and the Yankees have home field advantage. And the Twins really struggle against the Yankees. I mean, they they have just had a terrible time. I think you're going to just see... It's going to be a, a home run haven. I think these teams hit about... They're going to combine for about six home runs every game. I like the Yankees just because um, Minnesota doesn't have very good starting pitching. I know they won 101 games, but when you play... 57 games between the uh, against the Tigers, Royals, and White Sox. No wonder they won 101 games. So you're saying it will be Houston against the Yankees Correct. and the ALCS. Seven-game ALCS. And, and it's going to go. And you like the Yankees? I Even I, though the I Astros will, would have home field advantage. I will say this. I'm not a bandwagon jumper. Anybody who knows me knows I don't jump off bandwagons. I picked the Yankees from the very first day this year before the very first game of the season. You did. Until... They prove otherwise. I think their bullpen is tremendous. And I just think with it being CCC, uh, CC, Sabath- CCC, yeah. Central Christian College. CC Sabathia's last year, I think they're going to try and win one for him. I think the Yankees win that in seven games. Okay. So I'm with you everywhere until right there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Houston. Yeah, almost everybody's going Houston right now. Give me the Astros. Okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll save them. Let's go to the NL side. So your Cardinals taking on the Atlanta Braves. The Cardinals don't have home field advantage. It's going to go through Atlanta at their beautiful new stadium. Who do you think? I'm I'm so happy that the Cardinals are there, but I I think they'll be lucky. I think they'll get one. I see Atlanta winning this series in four. I you know they 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 have they're a better offensive team. They've got a couple really good starting pitchers. St. Louis doesn't hit. You look at St. Louis's lineup, they got a bunch of guys that only hit about 240, 250. They hit a bunch of home runs, but Atlanta's going to win that series. Then the Dodgers against who you project will be the Nationals. Do you like the Dodgers? I like, uh, you mean Atlanta and who are you saying now? No, the Dodgers against the Nationals. I have the Dodgers beating the Nationals, although. If you have the Nationals winning, the Nash- if they win. Uh, the Nationals have. Scherzer, they have Strasburg, and they got Corbin. That's three really good pitchers. But I like the I like the Dodgers to win that series. I know the Nationals seem to be everybody's trendy pick right now, but I'm going to go the Dodgers. So then you're saying it's Braves Dodgers in the NLCS. 
and I'm going with a stunner. Oh, I don't. There's probably hardly anybody in the country outside of Atlanta that's picking the Braves. But something's telling me something about this Atlanta team that they're going to pull off a shocker. I just got the. I just got a feeling the Braves are going to make the World Series. So it'll be Braves Yankees by your prediction in the World Series. When did that happen? Ninety eight. Uh, 96? Something, something like that. Somewhere in there they played. Yeah. Who would you choose? Oh, I I, I got the Yankees then because I, I just feel like whoever comes out of the – either Houston or the Yankees that comes out of the American League, that's your chance. That's the cha- that's the World Series right there, Yankees and Astros. That's the two best teams in baseball. Here are my predictions, Steve. Okay. We're very different on the National League side. Okay. I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Braves, and I think your Cardinals are going to make it to the NLCS. I think the Dodgers are going to make it to the NLCS. They're going to get over the hump of losing to the Cardinals in the playoffs. The Dodgers are going to reach the World Series. That'd be three years in a row the Dodgers have been in the World Series. And then they're going to get over one more hump and Ooh. finally win it. Really? And it's really odd that for about four months, everybody was saying it was the Dodgers. Well, the last couple months, you haven't hardly heard any Dodger talk. It's all about the teams in the American League because... I, I still say the best two teams in baseball are in the American League. And you know who's going to get his biggest redemption circuit? I don't know. Clayton Kershaw. Really? He's going to finally overcome his jinx against the Cardinals? He's going, what to, about he's Dave, going to overcome his jinx against everybody. What about Dave Roberts? I mean, he, every year he's been the manager of the Dodgers. They've been in the World Series and never won it. But you're taking Aaron Boone? <laughs> All a guy ever did was hit one home run in Game 3 against the Red Sox. I think or Game w- 7 against the Red Sox. This one, they're winning it for CC Sabathia. Give me the Dodgers. All right. Book it. Book it, Dano. It's their time. All right. They're sick of watching Houston and Boston beat them. The Dodgers are getting it done. Yeah. Well, if, if you really want to be serious, the best all-around team is Houston. Right. They are, on paper, they have the most talented team. All right, Steve. One more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, busy day for us today. Yeah. Not only already what has already happened, but yeah. for the rest of the day. We have Bullpup Volleyball tonight, two broadcasts, 5 and 7 o'clock, Mitchell, senior night. Mitchell going to be in the house? Oh, yeah. Okay. Coach Doyle's squad, they're all fired up. Yep. They will take on Clearwater first, as that will be their 5 o'clock game. Rose Hill will be their 7 o'clock game. They've already played Rose Hill this year and won. But remember, over the last couple of years, Rose Hill has been maybe the best team that's not one of the 5A private schools. Well, they had Gracie Van Drill right. at, at KU and a couple other really good players. But they, uh, I think they've only won like six. What are they, like six? And- Both Clearwater and Rose Hill are 6-12. and 12. Okay, so this should be a good night for the Bullpups. The big thing they have to avoid is kind of a letdown after a great performance, you know, in the uh, Newton Invitational getting second place to Andale and uh, – Let's you know, senior night. You want to go out in style, Coach Doyle. She'll have them fired up and ready to go. We also have hopefully soccer tonight. Well, we won't. We but won't there have will it on the radio. Soccer. But soccer is home tonight, and they have moved that game to five thirty, I believe. It you is, got it uh, because of the incoming storm. So 
Uh, El Dorado has not scored a goal this year, so I would think the Bullpups are going to play that game as though they got a bus to catch and get out of town as soon as fast as they can. Well, especially if they know some weather's coming in. Exactly. Try and get things and going quickly. And they, and they have goal-ruled El Dorado every time they've ever played them, I, under, I believe. Well, that'd be a good start then for yeah. tonight. That's yeah. a team that's looking to bounce back after a tough loss last Thursday night on the road against Sandover Central. They're 7-2. and two. The Bullpup Volleyball team is 16-4. and four. And these two games are not league games or two league matches tonight. Right. But very important as they want to keep boosting up that resume yeah. to get ready for the postseason. Well, and you remember, want it. yeah, you want it's it. All, it all comes down to record for the right. postseason. So you want the best record you can have. There you go. All right, Steve, we'll take the air about 450 today. Go get yourself a nap. He's walked away from the microphone. I, I already had a little bit of a nap, but uh, anyway, I could use another nap. There you go. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell and Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.